What's up, Peter? Hello, Eli. If that even How is your, your meatloaf? Ah, uh, my meatloaf was good. I. <laughs> You're gonna tell the listeners I had Costco meatloaf, yes. man. <laughs> That's yeah. so embarrassing. Well, well, you just told them that detail. Well, I'm not gonna leave it at meatloaf. You know. <laughs> yeah. I think Costco is a bit of a saving face compared to I'm having meatloaf. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, like. I proudly proclaim that I'm having a chicken bake. That I'm uh-huh. having a Costco pizza. That I'm having a Costco oh, wait. hot dog. Yeah, the Costco chick, the Costco chicken bake. Yeah, is like what caused. So Nikki was vegan for a yeah. while. The Costco chicken bake is kind of what yanked her it back. It caused out her br- to break. I mean, it's yeah. We would we would go to Costco and it's like, I'm fuck it, I'm hungry. Yeah, and it's like three dollars. Yeah, yeah. How could you not? Yeah, that is a that is American consumerism at its best. You know. <laughs> Oh, Costco. I, so have you seen that documentary? It's called like, ah, fuck. What is it called? It's like Sarangha. It's not Siddhartha, but it sounds like that. And it was like marketed. It came out in like 2008, okay. 2010. And it was like released in IMAX. And it was marketed as this like just beautiful shots of earth and like yeah. cool people dancing. Oh, my God. Like, they were like Thai dancers. And it was like oh really cool looking. But if you saw the movie, it's like that was the first half. And then it made a dramatic turn in the middle of the movie. It basically like baited people into seeing yeah. it. And then the rest of it was about Seeing like, like a PSA. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a good movie. But there's one part of the movie that's like, nope, not working on me. Is they showed Costco and it showed like fat Americans, like stuff being lined up in the shelves and people like shopping yeah. at Costco, getting like tons of shit yep. and like eating at the food court as well. It was like a time lapse. Yep. And it's like. No, I like that Costco does this because Costco takes out the middleman. Yeah. The stuff, the where it is a warehouse and consumers can go right there and it's eliminating supply chain uh, emissions yep. and extra cost on consumers and the yeah. environment yeah. by going directly to Costco. So yeah. I think it's a good thing in I terms think, of, yeah. in, ter- in terms of the entire capitalistic uh, way of us consuming our needs, which are yeah. food, I think Costco is a benefit in reducing that that middleman. Yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on where you want to draw mm. the line and what high horse oh, you yeah. want to sit on, you know, because it's like, oh yeah. Rel- I could sit on a much higher horse. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, relative to Walmart and Target, Costco may be. Right, you know, right, right, but, right, yeah, but relative yeah, to but the, yeah. fucking, you know. The ideal is we just grow our own f- food sustainably yeah. and eat it. Right. But that is not the situation that a lot of yeah. lower class people have. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. More practically speaking though, I guess the document can have a, the documentary has a point if like, it's like, it's like by, by making it more affordable to eat like shit, maybe you're incentivizing mo- more Americans to eat like shit, but like, yeah, that, that is the, that is the pitfall of, the McDonald's of the world yeah, and yeah. corporate greed yeah. that it's not about providing the best value to the customers it's about whatever's most profitable. And if most profitable is bad for people and the environment, so be it. And that's a, my big criticism with what's the word? <laughs> my, my big criticism with, uh, pause was with so like, good. that was a huge pause. That my big criticism Joe with Byron moment. when people, yeah, exactly. When people are like, Ah, uh, we don't need to do anything about climate change. The market will solve it. Like, uh, nah. I don't know about that. 
No, I mean, we've talked about it. Oh, we're getting real yeah. capitalism talky right uh, now. But I mean, that's okay. it's going to relate into the episode. Oh, you're... Whoa, I didn't even... We didn't even plan that. That's like... Mm-hmm. Like the... It's it's more about governance, but capitalism certainly... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tied in, of course. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm pretty capitalist. I gotta be honest. I, but, yeah, I know. I know. Like, but I, I mean, I got a lot of issues with it, too. I It's... My, my, my big thesis on capitalism is like, it's the best thing we've figured out so far. And it really works well until it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and like, yeah. oh boy, when it stops working, it really stops working. Yeah. We're, we're seeing the holes in it at this point. It's, it's been around yeah. for a while. Oh, for sure. Long and, enough well, that it's reaching its limits. Yeah. 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 Right. It's we're overproducing. That's why we need to go saying, to Mars, right? <laughs> like it took me a long while to understand that like, like capitalism works as long as you have more gr- room for growth. Like as long as you can yeah, keep, but that's yeah. What I was kind of hinting at before, like capitalism is the best thing that we figured out to lift, accelerate lifting people out of poverty and like giving them better quality of life. As long as there's a new tranche of poor people and laborers to kind of, yeah, subsidize the growth underneath them yeah which is like the part like you know and like it's it's the most efficient thing at delivering a new value and it will deliver that value and get you addicted to consuming that value until it needs to start being profitable and then it will like squeeze value and addiction out of you yeah and and kind of turn you into this like matrix hooked up like credit card mortgage machine Exactly. Um, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to Nickelodeon, guys. <laughs> Don't think about consuming our bright orange logo, SpongeBob and Avatar. Don't look at our ads or do look at our ads. <laughs> Anyways, back to our podcast. We talked about this fantastic entertainment product. It's so great for all of your lives. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to Paramount Plus now. Now. <laughs> Buy now. <laughs> I used to work in a, a SEM, search yeah. engine marketing. And uh, a part of a big a big part of our job is to like I can't even remember it now. Is it yeah. CTA? It's uh, click call to action. I, click through call it? to action. Yeah, yeah CTA. Yeah, yeah. Big part yeah. of it. Everything we did is CTA. Buy now. Buy within 10 Buy minutes now. or you're, you're fucked. <laughs> On a fucking airline. It's like timer starts going down. <laughs> yeah. Buy now. And it's for the most mundane shit. It's like, it's like Pokemon Go. Yeah. Get download now. You're pretty up close and personal to like the like like questioning your ethics kind of side of things but like you don't have to dig far to get there with what i i mean with what i was doing on wall street obviously but like even with hulu of course. just like yeah. just like, like like nielsen comes out and says like americans are now watching 30 hours of television a week everyone yeah. claps yay <laughs> and then you know like this I'm is like, so great for our sector yeah. and i'm like are we okay <laughs> are, are we is 30 hours is there anything we should think about is that okay that? <laughs> wait that's the average <laughs> yeah. 
Anyways, welcome back to our podcast. We talk about TV shows. Yes. Ones that people love to binge. We're part of the problem. We're part of the problem. We're <laughs> when I started this podcast, I remember like, I was like, oh, we'll do like, maybe one episode a week. I remember uh, I was like, maybe like people can, well, I was talking about that. People will watch along. Yeah. People do not. That's not how people consume this show. People, well, I remember Rio when I mentioned like we did the first episode. By the time we got to like episode three, he was done. <laughs> yeah <laughs> makes sense with that welcome everybody to avatar the first viewing this is the podcast where a first-time watcher of the show avatar the last airbender goes through and watches every episode from start to finish alongside an avatar legend of Korra avatar universe expert i'm your expert my name is eli did you do that right okay. i'm your i'm your avatar newbie <laughs> peter kang peter I think you said expert twice, but whatever. I think I did. Uh, that's why I'm the editor too. I'm your editor, Eli. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just a newbie. And then uh, we got Nikki in the house. Nikki, Nikki. We got Nikki, Nikki who is making some dinner right now because I'm super lazy, and I'm doing the podcast, and we're working on different coasts, and I'm trying to make it work for Peter, who's got to go to sleep at some point. Oh yeah, it's 10 p.m. for me. This is season two, episode 14, called The City of Walls and Secrets. I wonder what's in store in the City of Walls and Secrets. (laughs) It's a secret. And we always started off this way. Peter, why don't you give us our newbie recap? Yep, yep. Yeah, okay. Newbie recap for this episode. Kind of a weird, like, transitionary episode, but okay, I'll try my best. Help me out here. I'm going to need some help. Uh um, okay, so we finally get to the the, the city of Bossing Say, and it's, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, I'll get right to it. It's it's a little dystopian, you know. I was expecting yeah. El Dorado, City of Gold, Yeet Yolo, like awesome, mm-hmm. like paradise. But you know, you get in there, they they get to the train station and they look out at the city, and it's vast and it's like mind blowingly like big. <clears throat> And they're like met by this weird, like mechanically smiling, Siri ass, like, like, yeah. uh, like guide. And then they like take them through these, uh, concentric walls. Very, uh, very reminiscent of attack on Titan, uh, where like, yep. The, the, the poor people are on the outside, the, the kind of fide university in the middle. And then, and then the Royals, uh, and, and the clergy kind of types, uh, in, in the central ring of the walls. And then Angang are trying to get in touch with the king and they like the guides and like these people are like, Oh, don't worry about the king. Also don't ever speak about the fucking war. Okay. Or we'll freaking like kill you or whatever. Lock you up. Or... Yeah. We'll lock you up. Yeah. And then they sneak into like a Met Gala or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Met, yeah. With the, with the earth people and they show the king in the distance for a bit. And then, and then they caught him out. And then at that moment I was like, okay, something's off. Uh, Katara was able to sneak in, by kind of like schmoozing with yeah, the ministry, yeah, like Ministry of Culture or something, and mm-hmm. he's like, just like, oh, but he like, oh yes, it is my pleasure to, <laughs> it would be an honor to get you into this club, little girl. And then he like knows something's up, so he's like, okay, no, find your family. Like, no, I'll stick around until you find your family. Yeah. And then he comes back. Ang accidentally like ends up like spilling water on somebody, and then like. Out of he, instinct, yeah. like air bends on her. Blows his cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blows his cover. 
So then, you know, the, the Ministry of Culture guy knows something's up. Then they capture the Ang Yang, uh, take him out back and says, like, basically reveals that, like, oh, this is a, like, a puppet regime. He's running the show. He doesn't say it like this, but, like, pretty much, like, yeah. puts two and two together. Uh, I'll, and we'll dig into this after the recap, but basically he's got this, like, stronghold on the kingdom where within the walls of the kingdom, you're not allowed to talk about the war. You're not allowed to talk about – within the walls of the kingdom, you're not allowed to talk about the war so that he can keep this fake peace like paradise and, and power going. Yeah. But, like, it's unclear whether he's actually addressing the war efforts correctly on the outside. For example, he right. doesn't care about Aang and Sokka trying to tell him about the, the fact that we need to mobilize Earth troops to strike during the solar eclipse. Yeah, the the only thing on his mind is the interior. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I think they have this like uh, ostrich head in the sand mentality about like, oh, bossing say is impenetrable, so like, yeah, why? How dare you even question that kind of thing? Mm -hmm. And then the episode ends. We'll, we'll I'll get to uh, Zuko and Iroh, but the episode ends with like Judy, who is like the creepy like guide. She replaced. disappears and then is replaced with like another creepy smiling Asian like face also like, called like no yeah. i'm judy no i'm judy like yeah uh so it was like that kind of added to the black mirror like dystopian aspect of it and there's like yeah. a lot of other things we'll call out about that but on the zuko iroh side they get a job at like this tea cafe and then jet is like obsessed about like revealing that they're firebenders mm -hmm. because he saw iroh like boil the tea at the train station um jet's too Buddies are like, dude, you're obsessed. Like, let it go, man. Like, they think yeah. he's crazy. So uh, Jet starts to lose it and just picks a fight. Zuko fights back without using firebending. And then everyone's like, dude, this Jet guy is like crazy. Lock him up. And then as the Ministry of Culture is explaining what's like the dynamic to the Ang gang, they cut scene to Jet getting like hypnotized like brainwashed like yeah straight Some up like citizen kane yeah, shit yeah yeah mm -hmm. like weird Not citizen like, kane sorry clockwork orange shit yeah yeah, yeah 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 clockwork orange yeah very clockwork orange uh i've been watching severance like very like severancey like oh yeah i haven't seen that yet yeah weird like hypnosis of like you are safe the war mm -hmm. is not real mm -hmm. you're like fucking brainwashing yeah exactly yeah, and then uh, Iroh and Zuko's cover is fine for now, at least. Okay, I think I think that covers it. I think that covers it. That that was everything. That's little little long winded, but no, no, no. That's good. That's good. What are your overall thoughts, overall impressions in the episode? Yeah, overall thoughts. Um, I kind of felt like a little um, little disappointed, but like not in like a like this was a bad episode way. Just in like a. Like, as a little kid, I really wanted that, like, shiny <laughs> El Dorado, like, City of Gold bossing say. But it, I think yeah. I think it adds depth and dimension. To, like, I, I think it actually makes the show more quality that, like, they didn't just, like, give me the birthday cake, like, perfect yeah. city. It's, it's not what you want, yeah. but you'll look back on it and say, this is what I needed. This is the yeah. story needed some plot of yeah. this city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I will say, like, the episode wasn't, like, a all-in-one episode. It definitely was, like, an ex expository. Is that the word? Mm -hmm. It's setting up this, like, mini arc yeah, yeah, of yeah. Bossing Say. <clears throat> yeah, it was definitely expedition. And, like, you know, it speaks to, like, the, as we talked about, like, 
the show getting more mature themed, like it definitely didn't end on like a joyful season one mm-hmm. avatar. Yay. No, yeah. like it ended like this is some real shit guys. And we're just going to end yeah. on this like diminished chord. Like, you know, yeah, like, the, the plot is just barely begun and the rest of the, who knows how many episodes will be addressing this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, overall thoughts, like, uh, you know, it kind of woke me up from like my, Ooh, I get to be like a child in a candy store, goo goo gaga. Yeah. To like, oh, like real life shit. Okay, let me like mm-hmm. actually remember that like they talk about they like or want to talk about some real shit here. Yeah, but uh, you know, so I wasn't like tickled as much as some episodes, but you know, I, I did think it was a quality episode. Yeah. Uh, did you want to do your overall thoughts or? Yeah, overall thoughts. Yeah, I think. I just love the themes of this episode. I'm very yeah. excited to share my freshman thesis on this. Uh, I don't because there's so much there's a lot here. to this. There's a lot here. Yeah. It's like I just wanted to scream as soon as this epi- <laughs> as soon as this first person shows up. It's like North Korea, man. It's like oh, communist fuck. China. Like it's it's yeah. it's reminds me of what I've seen. Like in, I want to talk about this, so I, I guess we can talk about it now. I think there's this Vice video that I watched years yeah. ago. Uh, when Vice was like kind of cool. starting to become on my radar, kind of like, oh, this is edgy yeah. news uh, yeah, journalism, right? Yeah. They did this video explaining like Pyongyang yeah. and like visiting I remember North that Korea, what it's, it's like. Yeah. It's the same thing. You show up and there's like a cultural guide yeah. who is accompanying you at all times yeah. and showing you exactly how they want North Korea to be presented. And I remember... In the video, they like she shows some of these different buildings. She talks about the history, uh, and then she's just like hanging out with them, like playing. She's playing pool with them, playing games. And I remember it's like now her time is ended, and they transfer to a different minister. And I remember this shot from the documentary, and it was they were driving away in the car, and then he's pointing the camera back at this building that they were in, and she was waving at the at them, smiling. Just like Judy was smiling, this oh creepy, That's really haunting, wide, bro. unnatural smile. That's it's like what? And it's like, was this woman? Is she experiencing something similar to Judy? If she underperforms, are they gonna replace her? Are they gonna put her in their gulag? Are they gonna just recycle her throughout the bureaucracy to another end of it? Yeah, uh, she can't perform well enough. Uh, and all of that came up as I watched this episode again of yeah. uh, the horrors of yeah. And I don't want to speak too much on that because, like, me living in a democratic free speech society, me, my whole life living in a uh, democratic society that has much more freedoms, uh, shit talking, like, communist places. Like, I don't know what it's like to live there, but based off of these things that I've seen, it just seems so much. There's a culture of fear that was communicated through this episode uh, where he tries to talk to. Uh, Aang tries to talk to the neighbor and he's like, please don't bother me. Like I've been in the system. I've been working in the system to get this house. I finally got it. Just don't involve me. It's not worth it to me. Yeah. It's a culture of fear. People who don't want to talk to their neighbors really reminded me of when I was in Prague, uh, learning about when the Czech Republic or the area of the Czech Republic was a part of the USSR. That was a big part of the culture, not talking to your neighbors because of fear of being reported. uh, If, if you're a descendant, if you're a dissident uh, to the police and being carted off somewhere just like jet was yeah dude wow really good call outs man um i did not make the north korea connection but like it it, i mean now that you say it it's 
a very clear like one for one like yeah you know representation of that like you know Toph says like no this is our handler like this, that's exactly. what it is like that like, she, used she's it. used to being in a much more restricted life yeah 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 damn that's haunting man yeah i think it's i think it's poignant man i think it's like very relevant right now i think like you know american society is very far from you know where north korea is but like a lot of her institutions are like shaky right oh, now yeah. and like you know like yeah it's it's shaky and like we should be talking about this stuff we have um critical race theory being mm-hmm. and discussions of gender being banned in schools right now across the united states it's yeah. like the new version of homophobia yeah um arising uh and free speech you know every each political side wants to claim that they're the proponents of free speech but yeah. the, there's book bannings happening and i think it's, this is a very relevant episode to what's happening in america today yeah yeah so, do you know paul graham no paul graham's like one of the i guess like thought leader godfather types in silicon valley and mm. he's known for starting y combinator which is like the harvard of oh like, yeah, yeah yeah i know him yeah 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 he yeah. he also is known for his blog. He just posted one about heresy. Uh-huh. Heresy meaning like, yeah, like, and I know and, in the know, religious religious context. I yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So heresy is generally uh, talked about in a religious context. It's basically like, hey, here's a list of no no words, and it doesn't matter what nuance, what like exactly, like yeah. what logic, what rationale, like whatever. You say no, no words or no, no concepts. You are exiled. Bad, bad. Yeah, you're canceled. Yeah, you're. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. kind of like painted the picture of like he intentionally didn't name any like concepts. Yeah. He just said like, mm. here's what happens when like heresy as like a, a phenomena takes grip, takes a grip of like society. Um, and I'm seeing it like today, blah blah blah, and like it's in a secular. He's just saying that right now it's in a secular, it's happening yeah. in a secular way. Absolutely. Um, and you know, like it's, it's not, it doesn't own our government. It doesn't, it doesn't quite feel like Czech Republic, like USSR, Czech Republic or North Korea certainly yet. But yeah. you know, like a lot of these institutions, like certainly politicians tiptoe around these things. Oh yeah. Um, and then like, like I certainly feel the need to tiptoe around these things being in like tech companies or near like, like educated like college educated like certain spaces where like it's not it's not that like i disagree per se with so many things it's more like hey can we talk about this or like is it i know if i say yeah. a no-no word like am, or am i just canceled and then you will not tattle like you will let others know that i am the other team in, exactly or in fact like i'm not a team yeah. i just wanted to talk about it yeah i mean we have to like that's for the example of critical race theory, like yeah. that's the whole point is to bring it up into yeah. question and interrogate. What does this mean? Yeah. If you can't even bring it up at all, yeah. then how, the, I don't know. I'm just so know, against man. just banning even discussion of a topic. You have to be able to interrogate and question Yeah. a belief. So free speech, dude, I, yeah. I'm sorry for those that have been listening to this podcast as a haven away from Trump, away from, <laughs> away from woke or non. Oh, but this episode, whatever, it just ties in so much. Yeah, it just I, I just feel like, so yeah, this too. episode, like we can't, we would be going out of our way to not talk about it. Exactly. This episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched this. I thought North Korea and my other thought was 
the Republicans who tried saying, guys, what the fuck? We all know that this this whole election is stolen thing is bullshit and we'll call them out and actually, you know, call a spade a spade. Yeah. And they get retaliated against that for doing wait, that. For wait, doing there was a Republican right. that there was a Republican that was like, guys, can we just drop the Yeah, like because the there's many people thing? there yeah. are I think there are like nine or ten <clears throat> Republicans that voted to impeach Trump. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, he's he lied about this. And yeah. the, the result was the the January sixth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that like they have all these attacks on them to try to mo- remove them from office and stripped of their power, stripped of their committees because yeah. of that. To bring it back though, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really <laughs> overall I just really love the themes that this episode presents. Yeah, I have some amazing freshman thesis to share, but I still want to know what your predictions are, Peter. What are your Predictions. Predictions. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, this is a rich episode for predictions. I mean, it was a very expository episode. Still no Appa. Yeah, still no Appa. That's right. Like, he yeah. just, like oh, and, and uh, the, I just want to make a point to say the, the Ministry of Culture was like, and I know you're looking for your bison thingy. It'd be a shame yeah. if you never found him. Oh, yeah. Fucking classic, on it. classic, like, dick move thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Predictions. Well... I think I think the first thing that comes to mind I think Jet's going to be fucked up. I think I think yeah. I think they're going to play it where like this hypnosis weird thing actually does clockwork orange like scramble his brain in some mm-hmm. way and like his two buddies like are like snap out of it or something and he yeah. he like <laughs> goes in a weird like frenzy of like docile hyper obedience. Yeah. I don't know how that manifests. It, were, it it basically just works on him. Yeah. And then um, Zuko and Iroh aren't exposed yet, but I don't know. What's going to happen to them? Um, they're still, I mean, what's their goal right now? They're refugees. They're just hiding, right? Yeah. Do they have a goal? Uh-huh. I think they're just chilling. They're just hiding. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me go off on a wild, wild prediction. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Okay. I think Jet... Uh, Jet's two friends. They have such cool names. I can't remember them though. Longshot and oh, yeah, Smellerby. Yeah. Oh, such good names. <laughs> they sound like Transformers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Longshot and Smellerby, I think are going to like, for some reason, like either go to Zuko and Ira for help or like actually do find out that they're firebenders. And then, um, hmm. I think they're going to cause, I think those two are going to be the reason that Zuko and Iroh can't just like wait in hiding. And then because of some ruckus caused by those two, they're going to end up bumping into uh, Ang Gang. And I think as mm-hmm. they meet up with the Ang Gang, this is how they overthrow this weird dystopian thing together. As a team with Zuko and Iroh. Yeah, not like Ang Gang and Zuko and Iroh are, are like... They're allied. I, I think this is, I think Bossing Se is where they like, not like, I don't think they're going to, you know... Like strong arm, yeah. <laughs> meme. Like I don't think this. So is... kind of independently at the same time, like hey, he's over there. It's like okay, don't get in my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's okay. gonna be a pseudo common enemy type situation. Yeah. Okay. Against the Dai Li. Yeah, against the oh right, the Dai Li is the name of like the mm-hmm. like the SWAT team. Yep. The uh, KGB. The KGB. The uh, yeah. Ambu Black Ops. If you guys watch Naruto, except the Ambu Black and eh, the Ambu Black Ops are pretty sketchy team. Never mind. Um. <laughs> Eli's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Longshot Smellerby exposes Zuko and Iroh somehow as fire, fire benders. So uh, the, the, the Dai Li are after them. 
and then Angang obviously already doesn't like the Ambu uh, uh, Dai Li, so they yeah, y'all said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naruto. So, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. Uh, so they uh have a common enemy. So they aren't like hands in gang, but like yeah. you know they they kind of ally up and they they uh, fight the Dai Li together, and then at the end, I think it's I don't think. I think they're going to Deus Ex Machina to find Appa because that's just what they do <laughs> with <Yeah>. Appa. <laughs> how, how is how is Zuko and Aangang going to resolve, though? Even if they have a common enemy, once they defeat that enemy, then what? <sighs> Thinking face, Peter. I don't think... I don't think... I don't think I have enough of the pieces yet. I don't think I, don't think uh, I, I was re-listening to old episodes. Yeah. You said by the end of the season, yeah. Zuko is going to full-heartedly join the Aang gang. That was my prediction? Yes. How many episodes do we have in this season left? There's, I think, 20-ish. Left? Uh, t- 20 in total? No, total. Yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah. at 14, so it's like 6 uh, left. That's definitely possible. Definitely possible, man. Definitely possible. I think- uh, this, I'm just repeating what you said. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah, uh, and let me ask you this: this yeah. also, how does the Fire Nation play into the rest of the season? I think if there was five episodes left, dude, like that's definitely possible. Especially if the finale is as like ground shaking as the first season finale. Yeah, but I do think like there's like two more layers of like glass between Zuko and his heart that needs to break before he's fully ready to like you know embrace i don't know like his his destiny of like being like a like full-on end gang then what's the fire nation gonna do man i think someone's gonna die who oh who someone like it has to be something big like that right like what else could Uh, it be you tell me like okay based on oh dude i'm I'm on a juicy (laughs) Okay, I don't... Okay, it's a kid show, right? But based on the trajectory of, like, where they're taking the themes in a more mature way and the fact that, like, I think this show is quality enough that, like, they're not just going to, like, have Zuko shift into his hero's journey and, like, reach his transformation of, like, motive without it being, like, a real big thing. I think we see uh, Lord Ozai in the finale or, like, maybe the last two episodes of this season. I think okay. we see him. Gotcha. And uh, I don't know if he. I, I don't know if he, we necessarily see him. Uh, okay, maybe. Okay, maybe no one dies, but like I think something directly from Lord Ozai touches the the teen angst in Zuko's heart to like make uh-huh. him do something and be like, "I'm fucking done, Dad." You know? Okay. What cool. is the fire? I like that. Do? Yeah. I, I mean, think, I think I that answers the question. Yeah. I think. I think, I think one finale season two finale could be that like they full-on attack loss and say again okay but i don't get why they would do that before the the summer solstice right so i don't okay. think that's gonna happen actually never mind okay 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 i said a lot of bold baseless no, uh, yeah predictions i am <laughs> i'm very happy with that okay I'm very happy should we move on to our favorite parts yep, yep. yeah let's do it you got you go you go okay they finally acknowledge what the fuck is going on with the animals. <laughs> the plat they're like platypus bear or yeah. uh, all these different type of bears. Like, not just a bear. I'm like, things are weird in this town. 
I'm glad they acknowledged it because up until this point, it's like, why? Yeah, it was a good. Why meta- are there turtle ducks? It was a good meta bit. Yeah, uh, wink, wink at the audience. That yeah. was, that was fun. Uh, I think I already discussed all the the parts I like though. Thematically, I think this is an amazing episode, yeah. and I'm excited to see more. Yeah, I mean, shout out to that. Like, shout out to like again, like we come back to this, like, and like, is this an anime or not? Like. This is like not an anime because it's not made in Japan, but it's like champagne, like sparkling wine, yeah. not made in Champagne, mm-hmm. France. This is like another key trope in you know a lot of animes, like a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood talk, hits a lot yep. of these themes. Yep, Attack on Titan, like there's a lot of fucking reminiscent themes here. This is what I want to talk about. Okay, yeah, hit it. This came before Attack on Titan. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah, this is literally the exact same thing. Yeah, you have. Many the outermost wall is yeah. rural. Yeah. Then you get inside yeah. slums. One yeah. more in nice working like white collar. Yeah. Middle high class people. Uh, you have people who are on the inner ring, completely ignorant of what's happening. They're yeah. just happy with their little lives. Yep. Yeah. And outside is this existential threat. And I'm like, hold up a minute. Attack on Titan. Yeah. Have you been watching some American shows? This creator. Have you been watching Avatar? That was my question. I I don't know. I I I wouldn't I don't know if Attack on Titan would be directly derivative of this episode. If anything, I think they're they're both somewhat being derivative of probably the same source material. Yeah. Like same historical source material. One because But the the aesthetic, the yeah. setup. You're yeah. right. It, it is a little bit uncanny, like how like reminiscent it was. Yeah. Like tall ass walls, little villi- like like visually it was like yeah. like pretty fucking and politically. Yeah. The, yeah in yeah. the the plot of season 1 of Attack on Titan is like it's like pol- political intrigue, like what's yeah, happening? Yeah. Why is no one responding yeah, to this yeah, threat yeah, yeah. how they should be responding yeah. to it? And there's corruption yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I get there's a Secret side police. of me there's a side of me that like can see like if like I have to I have to like narrowly see like the path that it isn't like directly derivative, but it's yeah. it's like one of those things like it wouldn't go to court, but like it, in court, like I feel like it almost wouldn't hold up. And like, <laughs> like if it was a song, if it were if you were comparing two songs, you yeah. would have to be like, you'd be sued. Come on, that's under pressure. By court. yeah, exactly. Come on, come exactly. on. <laughs> like, lawyers would know? have a would have a, a little bit yeah, of a yeah, tough yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, completely different tones. But, yeah, but yeah. like my my thing is like. If you look, you will find many more iterations of this. Yeah. In like, maybe not in anime, but in, in many, many, many different forms in history and art. Oh, yeah. And I mean, this is, this is fucking the idea of walls and yeah. people not talking to their neighbors yeah. Yeah. and corruption and a culture of fear All this is time. reminiscent of communism yeah. in the, during the Cold War. So yeah. I can see how they're, and like Attack on Titan wears that on its sleeve. Yeah, uh, very much literally so. yeah, in the yeah. show, but yeah. th- this this show is a little bit more not not as direct with the influence of like okay, I'm seeing here this is this is Germany that you're talking about here, this is Russia you're talking about here, this yeah, is yeah, Turkey yeah. you're talking about here, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, like authoritarianism in general, it's just like I think walls are just like an easy way to visually manifest that like what that looks and feels like. Whereas in like history, it might not be literal walls, but like there's there's certainly fucking walls and secrets, you know? And I do want to touch on one more thing. I really liked how Zuko, when he entered, he said the people here are prisoners. So even him with his like Fire Nation 
upbringing. I, I didn't catch like, that. Yeah. It was a like definitely a line that the Fire Nation would drive into its people. Like the Earth Nation is awful. Bossing say they yeah. keep all the people in slums. I, I'm assuming the Fire Nation is much more prop, uh, prosperous. Yeah. Um, it being this huge global power, but yeah. they're locking the people in and telling them their own propaganda. Not that the yeah. Fire Nation isn't guilty of that, but yeah, these people on the outermost walls, the slums, are prisoners, and yeah. Zuko is right about that. It's pretty whack, man. It's pretty whack. Yeah. How about you? What are your favorite parts? Uh, what I think was really cool about this episode, uh, I liked the, I actually really liked the fight scene between Jet and uh, Zuko mm-hmm. um, because it didn't have any bending and it was, uh, you know, they didn't make a big thing of it, but the, but the action shots, like the camera panning, like the kind of like the quick, quick, like, like sword choreography was actually very high like sophisticated i thought it they didn't really like yeah. they didn't make it cheap fun to fight in a tea shop as well yeah 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 yeah. it was like jackie chan quality yeah it, I, I wanted a little more it wasn't really that drawn out uh yeah. but then there was this one like my favorite shot i always like i don't know why i love like the the, the kind of shots and like cutaways in this episode mm. there was one where like like uh i think jet like swings at zuko and like it clangs and then the shot kind of like slices out to the side and then they cut to the Ang gang um it's yeah like very they've specific. never done that sort of tradition yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was it was they've never done it in the show and they only did it once in this episode and i it, like it it didn't like stick out and take me out of it i just thought it was like wow that was a really cool transition uh i really thought that the the dai li having these like clay earth hands that they like like levitate and like grab people's necks and mouths and like pull them in yeah with was really cool and then they also use them as like handcuffs mm-hmm. um i thought that was a really cool like innovative like like bending thing um you know i love like that side of stuff oh i thought the uh i thought the i thought the whole bit with like Toph picking her nose like oh i i got i learned the fancy manners way i chose to leave it you yeah. guys don't know how to do that um that whole bit and then um them coming out in this like Mulan like red cheek makeup and like being in the high and mighty like like yeah. royal garb. I, I thought that bit was like cute and funny. Yeah. How's it? I actually have a, a critique on that. So oh, if you want to okay. critique, so I can talk about that. Yeah. Yep, yep. My critique is that I thought that was like a loose thread that was never quite resolved. Where could mm. I like Katara, like I understand like she doesn't at all come off as of someone who's not un who is unmannered. Yeah. Uh Sokka and Aang come off that way more. And yep. they definitely flub flub their job and blow their cover. Yep. But she teases that about Katara and that doesn't happen to her. Uh, I guess you're right. You know? Damn, yeah. why you gotta ruin it? <laughs> no, you're <laughs> right. Like they don't go through like a training montage. They don't go through like a manner. Yeah, thing. it's too short of an episode for that. I yeah, mean they, yeah, they yeah. wanna hit hard on the the themes. The themes. And yeah, that, yeah, this yeah. is this was a, a manner of getting into the party that they had to justify. Yeah, you're right. They just shouldn't have started that bit then. Like they, yeah. they could have, they could have just been like, no, you two are too rowdy. We'll just like put on the Royal garb and go in. They like, yeah, they, you're right that they kind of started that bit and they abandoned it because yeah. Katara just walked up to that guy and talked pretty normally. Uh, yeah. The, there was no like, hold on a second. You don't seem like you're from the earth nation. Yeah, like, yeah, are yeah. you, what? You yeah. don't look like us. Yeah. That whole thing. Yeah. How about you? Any critiques? My, I, the one critique I had was like, 
gonna be like, wait, the avatars, you know, the avatars in your kingdom, and you're gonna send like one measly guide. That's it. That was my critique yeah, until I realized, like, oh, like they're intentionally like suppressing the presence of the avatar. Yeah. Yeah. And then exactly. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Freshman now, thesis time? Freshman year bogus thesis. Yep, yep. Like this is almost like not a bit anymore because like this is literally like it's an too episode real. you would you would watch in freshman year and like do an essay on. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's dust dystopias are part of freshman year. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that that's how that you learn how to write essays is writing about dystopias. So Yeah. But here's my thesis. My thesis is that a culture of fear creates ignorant leaders. And I'm going to give some examples. Go on. Here's yeah. my Well, here's my thesis. This is me putting on the goggles of I've only watched this episode thesis. My thesis is that the interior minister straight up does not know what's happening outside of Bossingse. Mm -hmm. He controls the military, but the, his underlings tell him what he wants to hear because his entire mental focus is about his city. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That he controls. That's where his power really lies. He knows, like, I'm sure he knows of the Fire Nation, and I'm sure he knows of the war, but to the, what extent does he know? Does he know that they were attacked by a drill yesterday? Maybe not. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a culture of fear, do you think his underlings would probably be, be afraid to say, I think you need to pay attention to this. This is really important. Our city might be breached. He yeah. has this fiction in his mind. And disagreeing with that fiction may be dangerous for people serving him. Yeah. So w that's my thesis is that this culture of fear makes leaders ignorant and it prevents them from having trusted people that they can rely on for valid intelligence. Yeah. Good thesis. It's like, a, it's like Chernobyl. The, like yeah, the, exactly. That's what you, I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah no yeah. one wants to tell I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. What's the name? I guess. I, forget, I don't. I don't remember. Like. Yeah. But no one wants to tell. It's it's Russia, right? It, no one yeah, wants to tell the like, USSR. Russian, no one wants to tell the USSR leaders that shit's hitting this, the fan. Yeah, this is so a big like, deal. Literally, yeah. like the nukes, like gonna fucking explode and wipe out like a shit ton of people. It's gonna make Eastern Europe uninhabitable. Yeah. yeah. But people are too afraid to accurately report on this yeah, and this yeah. is what's happening in bossing say is my thesis yeah and yeah. and speaking of russia today i mean that's a lot of people are talking about that uh perhaps putin is receiving bad intelligence and he doesn't know what yeah. the, what is truly happening yeah in his his uh his evil empire's war yeah yeah how about you let me pull another, let me pull an equally, if not better one out of my butt. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, if I was a freshman, I would totally. You would tear would it up. I, I want you to enter freshman mode. Bro, I don't agree with the thesis, but I would okay. write the fuck out of this thesis <laughs> if I was a freshman. Okay. There, okay, ready, ready? Yeah. <laughs> there is no peace without at least some modicum of ignorance. Wow. There can, can there cannot be peace without ignorance. Ignorance is bliss, they say. <laughs> yes. yes. Fuck. Tell me. Oh, more. I thought I was being fucking novel and profound, but you're right. Essentially, what I'm saying is ignorance is bliss. Yes. Um, 
or is it? You know, ignorance is bliss until you, your nuke until the Fire Nation Fire puts Nation a drill attacks. through your yeah through, through your fucking. But then everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the one side of that is clear, where it's like you can fabricate temporary order and temporary stability and a uh, 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 feeling of safety through uh, forced like in, like 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 uh, forcing like certain through forcing like certain rhetoric and information like controlling information and yeah. controlling like act like physical mobility as well and uh, so you you can create you can fabricate that kind of piece uh, but obviously like, over time, you either have to squeeze harder and harder and harder because like things will try to leak through just by the yeah. law of like thermodynamics and by the law of like people like living their lives and like migrating and saying things and doing things. So as you squeeze harder, people will feel more and more stifled. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm kind of like defeating. I'm kind of saying the opposite of my thesis, dude. Sorry, my brain is. <laughs> it's because you you be- you don't believe. I don't thesis. believe in the thesis. I yeah. don't believe in the thesis. But, but okay, okay. So so on the one side, like uh, you cannot have peace without ignorance, because, well, we see that we can you can have peace with ignorance. One, and the reason you can't have peace without ignorance is because if people truly did know, if if uh, uh, if people truly did know what was happening then there would be uh, uncertainty, fear, and some sort of form of chaos and disorder and dissidence within the walls of uh, uh, Bossing Say. And let me add to my thesis and let me tweak it. Freedom is the opposite of peace. There you go. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Tell me more. And it's like, like choose your poison, right? Like, um, do you, do you want to be free to know all the things that there is to know and all the evil all the dangers of the world that are imminent to your life or do you want to be ignorant of them so that you can be at peace this is the dilemma every parent has yeah do i tell my kid about what is happening on the news when should i tell them yeah when do i tell them about x y and z topic about death about about santa about about santa about how Uncle Jimmy is in, is doing some jail time. I, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm pretty proud of it. I got there. I got there eventually. That's a pretty you did. freshman bogus thesis, my guy. No, I like it. I like it very much. And you know what else I like, Peter? What do you like, Eli? I like you, dear viewer, for listening to this episode of Avatar The First Viewing. Thanks again for tuning in and hearing all of our bogusness. Even without the thesis, we have plenty of bogusness going on. And I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode. Who's our sponsor? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All the the fucking, like, authoritarian dictators coming to my brain right now. Uh, No, 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 no. Uh, 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 Today's sponsor is Costco Meatloaf. God. <laughs> get, get yourself a Costco chicken bake and a don't don't buy the meatloaf. Uh, get yourself a Costco chicken bake today. Now, buy now, now. Buy now. <laughs> now. <laughs> buy now. For just three dollars, whatever. If you buy within the next ten minutes, you get another chicken bake free 
59, 58, <laughs> Check out quick. 55, 54. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll just buy. Anyways, next up, we have a great episode. It is the Tales of Bossing Say. This is a lot of people's, one of many of people's favorite episode no of the way. entire series. I didn't know that uh, It is a series of short films focusing on what? many of our characters. Yes, it's a bunch of mini episodes all in one. And I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably gonna be a longer one because it's more to dissect, you know, more A to Z stories. But we will talk to you again. We will, t- we will talk to you then, listeners. And until then, thanks again for listening. Please make sure to, if you enjoy the show, really helps us out to wherever you're listening, leave a review, say, yes, I do like, no, I don't like, but hopefully, yes, you like. And let us know in the comments if you like, uh, we've been kind of doing more of like, catch up like talk about other things in the beginning let us know if you like yeah. that let us know if you don't like that yeah cool again just d dm uh or text peter that's our that's don't how we communicate text me <laughs> yes uh peter do you have any words of wisdom just hold hold your loved ones close and uh cherish the good times i don't, I don't know it's kind of okay. this episode kind of put me in a heavy heavy place oh, give man. the people the truth Give no matter the people what. the truth. <laughs>